Hello, everybody, and welcome to Glimpses, the CFAT podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Corson, and we are super excited to be doing this today, to finally be having our podcast out. So I just want to give a little recap of what we're doing and why we're doing this and then dive right in. So our whole point of doing this podcast is to listen to the stories of those who have worked with missionaries or who've grown up in some tough situations at times and begin to learn more about our world, maybe some of the struggles in it and how we can help. We're going to be doing that through listening to stories, in particular like today, listening to my good friend Angel Roman, who has grown up in extreme poverty at times and has gone through quite a lot of abuse, if we're being honest. So we're going to be listening to his story. Uh, I will say English is not his first language, so give him a little bit of grace there, but he does an amazing job telling his story and the things that he has gone through and how God has used him to do some pretty incredible things today. So join us along for that as well. We have a good friend of mine, Tyler, Tyler Collins. He's an intern here at CFAT. Part of our internship, we always want to be able to teach about our world and how we can make it a better place. And so to do that, we invite them to join us on some of these recordings that we've been doing and to, to jump in and talk to some of these folks and ask any questions that come up. So he'll be joining us as well. Um, and with that, we should be good to go. So if you would, just sit back and enjoy Angel's story. Well, hey guys, I'm glad to have you both in here. Angel, we're excited to see what God's going to do with this time. So if you would, just give us the story from the start. Tell us about your story, your childhood, and what led you to right now. Okay. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, maybe some people is going to ask him who's or why or what Angel is doing here in Sifat, you know. So it's a, a big history why I'm here, you know. So yeah. I'm going to start my history, uh, my, share my history. Uh, maybe it's, I don't know, you know, maybe some people is have the same similar history in my life, so... I yeah. would like to share and to see what God loves for everyone, you know. So it's I think so God is all the time with behind us. Yeah. Pushing you. Yeah. So I'm gonna share my history. Uh when I was three years old, uh my dad, uh, dead, dead. Yeah, he died. He died. Uh, I was talking with my older sister, and she said uh, she was working in the miner. Uh, she was a miner, so she we lived in Jayagua. Uh, it's a, a small town, so that that place is a miner place. Yeah. So we lived there. And my father was working in the miner. She was working now miner. She was a good man. She was a good uh, father for for everyone. So when she was working, or when he was working in the in the miner, uh, my my older sister, uh, she said, uh, someone uh, tried to kill. You know. Someone to try to kill my father. Uh, 
maybe he was drunk, you know, uh, and uh, he was, maybe he fight for some people, and that people, all the, all the, a lot of people uh, fight my father, so he was a so sickness, you know, so some people take my father to the hospital, in the hospital, uh, in that time, uh, you need to pay yeah for medicine for the attention but my father hasn't have family so no one nobody was looking for my father you know because my mother doesn't she doesn't know if he's in the hospital so when i was talking my older sister she said maybe uh, uh, our father was one one week or you know five or six days in the hospital but no medicine, not no attention for the doctors, you know. Like they just wouldn't treat him yeah. at all because yeah. he didn't have any money. So yeah. he was just there in the hospital yeah. and had no way to communicate you and your family. Yeah. So he just happened to, yeah, that's yeah. awful. So that's, a, that's the reason he, you know, he died in the hospital. Wow. So because they don't have attention in the hospital, you know. I mean, last time we talked, you. This is something that's new to you. Even you just knew your father disappeared and just mm-hmm. didn't come home one night, and you had yeah. no idea what happened. Mm-hmm. So just now, recently, you you discovered that he was in the hospital for mm-hmm. several days, and no one treated him just because he couldn't afford it. Yeah, because we don't have money. You know, my yeah. father wasn't in that time. If you are sick, you need to pay for the attention. You know, but now it's a little change. You know, so that's the reason my father dead but yeah. die you know so then uh, when when my finally my father my mother find my my father she she she, she, she the notice was the new was he was passed away you know yeah so my my mother was um so sad so she was crying and my my older sister said, "Okay, when the when you know, Angel, Angel, when you know about the situation, it was very impactful for your life. You know because for me it was everything. My father, you know, he was a good man. He was a good father. We never have a hungry. We never have a. He took care of y'all. Yeah. So then when." That situation happens when my father died, you know. My my older sister told me, you are very, very, we were crying, crying all the time, you know. So when he was close to, you know, to to put in the deep. To in bury the, him. In, in the deep, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you see the box. Yeah, the coffin. Yeah, the coffin. My, my older sister, you... You went to go with your father, with our father, you know, because you cry a lot. So that remember for me was so sad, <laughs> so sad, yeah. you know, because I never knew about the situation. But when I talked my la- my older sister, she said, "Okay, you 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 said no. I want to go. I want to go with your father." So the people take you, you know, two people take you for that for the cover so then was a bad situation then my older sister goes with other family 
and my mother uh, took us to you know to the other town it's close to Kesimpuko. You, you can explain Kesimpuko is very very far you know <laughs> yes it's a place that my father uh, who's traveled quite a lot and did a lot of work mm -hmm. he calls it the end of the world it's just a 13 hour drive down dirt roads middle of nowhere most people aren't going to have vehicles here it is high in the Andes mountains very very remote place in Bolivia yeah down some very dangerous roads too I might add but far away yes so then my mother is new for me you know to to share this part to the history because my mother's uh, my, my my older sister she said okay you know why our mother goes to the to the, this village because uh, in in the culture Andean culture uh, every year when some people die every year you need uh, you know to remember about the the, the, the when yeah. he's die die you know so make a little ceremony so my mother wa wants to do that in, the, in this town because my father was from this town his name is Suragua Suragua's name is uh, behind Kesing Pukos so and then my my mother uh, goes to make uh, that ceremony I remember a memory for my father so then he, he knew uh, I think my father's uh, stepbrothers you know so he met with my father's brothers so he get married with him you know so that man was so ugly for us for me so your mother remarried uh -huh. your um, father's stepbrother yeah okay stepbrother. so it's new for me you know, yeah know. that's crazy you know? i've been hearing this story all summer and this is a new detail so yeah. that's crazy that you didn't even know that so but you say he was so ugly for it like he was he was very bad to your yeah. family see what very abusive you know, yeah my my older sister she said you know in, in the we don't sure why or how my father died you know because some people was talking is maybe because our my my father's stepbrother have at, or tried to kill him mm. you know why you know why for the lands mm. you know because if you have sons or uh, childs you know in these towns you need to have a land yes yeah. that's your uh, the position you know in these towns or if you have two boys or three boys or men you know you need to have a lot of lands because yeah. you know you, you you're gonna give for every son every son's the lands so i think so my father uh, my father's parents has a lands you know yeah but the, these men you know uh, my my father's stepbrothers mm -hmm. He wants all for for him mm. on the land, you know. So that's um, it's one it's one idea, one con yeah. or like one uh, thought process that he was the one who killed him to yeah. get the land. Yeah. So then we we are not very very sure, you know. Sure, it's just it was a thought, it yeah. was an idea. It, yeah. So then we when me when my mother 
uh, get married with this man. His name is uh, Nicolas Tola. Tola. Uh, he was ugly for every time, every every moment for us. You know, I don't. And I now I know why he was very abused to me, my and my brother, or my mother. You know, because he never has a good relationship with my father. You know. Yeah. So that's the reason I know. I I know why why she is he is so, so ugly for, for yeah for me. You know. So maybe for that, maybe for my father. No, you know. He said, "Ah, it's my stepbrother's son, so I'm gonna be ugly, ugly with them." You know. So he was drinking all the time, all the time. He was a good, a bad man, drunken, but he was beating my my mother all the time. But, so it was so sad, you know. My my mother hasn't a family in these places, you know, because my mother has, uh, he lived with uh, some aunts, you know, because my, my father's mother, she take or she took some families to my mother so she was living with aunt never she lived with her mother so that reason she doesn't have family you know so if you have in, in, in these towns if you have uh, if you don't have husband you know or if you don't have family it's so far for the ladies yeah a lot of men abuse you know, for the late. So that's maybe that's the reason my my mother said I don't have family. So just this man is close my my family because was my father's the brother. You know. Yeah. So that's maybe she think in that in that situation. But I say my mother, mommy, let's go. Let's we need to go. He's gonna kill you. He's everything when he's drunk in alcohol. He's everything beating to you. So let's go, mommy. Please, we need to go. We need to escape. My mother said, "No, where are we gonna go? We don't have money. We don't have family, so we don't have lands. Where are we gonna go? You know." So, and many, many times, my my mother was, you know, uh, that that man was beating my mother. So, one of that time, when when I saw that man was coming. A drunk, you know. I say, mommy, please, please, let's let's go. He's gonna kill you. Please, mommy, please. So my mother said, no. Where are we gonna go? We need to stay here. So when he arrived, he started beating my mother, pushing my mother. So I was crying. So I tried to defend my mother, you know. So I, I find some piece of wood or firewood, you know. And was born, so I, 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 I put in his face, you know, and they have a reaction. So what happened, you know? Yeah, you put like it was on fire, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so he has a reaction. What's up? So he, uh, how do you say, slaps you? Slap me and says, "Go away! This is my home." So we, it was night, so we look for some place to. to you spend. say we, so you had an older sister and a brother, correct? Yeah, but my. The older sister was wasn't with us. Okay. So because when we went this town Suragua, mm-hmm. my uh, older sister stayed in Yayagua with all, uh, one of the families. Okay. 
So just I, w- I went to me and my brother, my little brother. So and he was what two at uh, the time? Maybe one years. Maybe one years old. Um, around one, one, one and, half. and a half. Yeah. Okay. Very young. So, yeah. So we look for some place to spend that night. It, you know, in the mountains, it's so freezing. It's cold. So we don't find some place. So I was looking. So I saw one uh, coral sheep. Yeah, sheep corral. Sheep corral. So we we went we went into the corral. So uh, they have uh, some uh, small roof, you know, to cover. So we find this place and we we stayed. You know, we we sit, you know, in this corral. So it was cold. I was hugging my brother. So then, you know, I know God was carrying us. You know, in the moment the sheep is going around us, you know, they lay around you, yeah, and keep so, you warm. Yeah, so that we have a little warm for the night, you know. So the next day, in the morning, my mother was uh, looking for us. Say, Uncle Carmelo, where are you? So when I listened to her voice, okay, mommy, I'm here. So when I saw my mother, she was so you know blood every mm. face so just i cry i was so angry in my in into my you know so i yeah. was to, i was to have to revenge with this man you know but how i'm gonna do just i have five years you know or six years so then uh one of her fa- this man families came from the jungle you know so maybe he he talked with with this family and she said okay i uh, I know he he think I am defending my mother, you know. So he's gonna say he's gonna continue defending her mother. So it's gonna be a problem with me. So maybe he decided to 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 give me or to family, you know, for this family. So when I know that situation, my my mother said, oh, "You're gonna go with this family to the jungle." So I say, "No, I'm not gonna go. Who's gonna carry you?" Who's gonna kill my brother, my little brother? So I don't want it to go. So I escaped to the mountain. So they find me, they find me, and they took me to the jungle. These people in the jungle. And so, did was there any connection there then with this family? Because before when we talked, this is just another, mm-hmm. just family, someone else from the jungle, not necessarily any connection. But was there connection with this uh, this man? Yeah. Uh, was families for this man, you know? Okay, so this is this guy's yeah, family. Yeah. Okay. So when that this this family took me to the jungle, the first time I was good, but then then start to abuse, abuse me, you know. She, mm. she said, "Okay, you need to you need to care my cows." So I was carrying the cows in the jungle. And again, you're like six years old. Yeah, I was carrying the jungle, so I was. I never been in the jungle. It's different for me. I was just in the, I've been in the mountain, not in the jungle. So when pretty I got, drastic difference. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of snakes and large cats that could actually kill you, and I mean, a lot of large animals yeah. in this area. Very different environment. Yeah. So one of the day I was carrying the cows, and you know the cows cross the river. For me, it was a big river, big big river because I never 
went in the jungle. You know, you you in the jungle. You lived in the mountains. There, yeah. there's not that much uh, uh, water to yeah. swim in. So yeah. this is a, a raging river is pretty intense. Even you know, mm-hmm. on top of that, you're a six year old. So yeah. yeah. So I was trying to to say, cow, please. To, I was trying to cross the river, but I can do. You know, so. The, the, when the cows crossed the rivers, I was saying, please, cows, come on, come back, please. Don't do it. Come no. over here. Yeah. yeah. So I was so sad in that moment, you know, and I was waiting for the cows. Maybe they're going to come back, you know, they're going to back, you know, the cows are going to back, but no back. So I was waiting when it was night, no cows. So I was scared. So I remember he's, he's going to abuse me or, or it's gonna continue abusing, abusing me, you know. So I decided to back to the home, you know, this man home. So I, uh, when I arrived, he said, "Where is my cows?" He said, "I I lost your cows. He, they crossed the river, so I came to care the cows." Oh, I, he he started, you know, to to talking. Ah, you, maybe you are you're gonna sleep and you are playing, so that that's the reason you you don't care you know, care my cows. Go go to look for my cows. He, how do you say, he... Whipped you yeah, or he, he hit you. Yeah, he hit me, you know, a lot. So I cry and I go to to look my uh, to look the cows. So I'm going to find look the, or find the cows. It was night, dark, in the jungle, you know. Just, I, I went... It's I, dangerous, yes, yeah. I went, I went, I don't remember where I'm going, but I was going to the, to looking for the cows. When I stopped, you know, and ran a strip, I, I I don't find the cow, so I said, no. where I'm gonna go? Maybe I'm gonna lost in the jungle. So I try. I decided to sleep that night in in a tree, you know, because it's, I was scared for the snakes and animals in the in the. In that. Understandable, yeah. yeah. So then I spent that night in the tree. The next day, I don't f- I I don't find the cow, so I decided, no. if I'm not go- if I'm not gonna find the cows, he's gonna beat in me, he's gonna kill me, you know. No, I decided to escape, you know. I decided to escape. Uh, and when I, I find some big road, you know, so I was running. So this, I don't know how many hours I was walking for this road. So uh, I was, uh, I find some river, and that river was watching some family clothes, watching the clothes. So that family asked me, what are you doing? Where are you going? Where's your family? So I said, I don't have family. I don't know where I'm going. So the family said, okay, you can stay with us. And we, I stayed with this family, you know? So they give me a food. I was hungry, they give me a food. Then they took They me. had a, a small farm there with like fruit yeah. trees and animals and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So they took me uh, their land, you know, the piece of land. You know, so they have, uh, you say, orange, uh, bananas, some chickens. So they say, okay, you're going to care my chickens <laughs> because that has a lot of chickens. And so I was... A little a little easier than cows, I would say, yeah. yeah. But I was, uh, it was, yeah, I need to, to t- uh, how do you say, give a food, you know, water. Yeah. Uh, if they have, I need to recollect some eggs, you know. So I was carrying the chickens. So sometimes I was working in the garden, you know, uh, uh, to cut in the grass to the, the orange, you know, bananas, recollecting bananas, orange, you know. Yeah. 
Just so, taking care. You, yeah. you were helping this family yeah. out. They were helping you out. The first time, good. You know, it was good. But they have a uh, child, children's. Yeah. Children's. You a know? couple children. Yeah. So sometimes they play. The children play or they have, they do something, you know, some, have some mistakes or. So the father says, ah, it's your fault. You know, just say, it's your fault. Why is it? Ah, why? It was your fault. The yeah. kids would go and they would play and goof mm. off while you were working, but uh, then you would get the punishment. Yeah. Say, so why? Why my fault? It's your children was do that. You know, not me. I wasn't playing. Your children was playing, you know. So it was so, uh, so sad for me. So then sometimes then then have a bad situation, you know, they beat beating me or they, they kick me. So so it started getting worse. Yeah, it started off yeah, good, but then yeah. the longer you were there, the more abusive it got. Yeah. So I remember one of the day I was so sick, very sick. And uh, I was in one room because I was living in one small room. And uh, I remember when... When he have a lunch, time to you know time to lunch. It's time to eat, yeah. Time to eat. They they pass me the food like a dog. Take it, your food. It's kind of slid it over to yeah, you in a bowl. So I felt so bad. I don't know why? You were a small, sick child, and they were treating you like an animal. Yeah, that's yeah, that was not right. Why? You know, I I feel like animal. I like I feel like a dog. <laughs> yeah. So I I cry. I don't have hungry in that moment. Just I was crying. Why? You know why? I am a person. I don't. I. I, don't, I am not an animal. You know. So then, then the. Then he decided to to take me. You know, to the mountain. No, where my mother's You know, Kesimpuku place. Yeah. It's other mountains, La Paz. You know, La Paz. They yeah. Have two mountains. Two. Pause is a much. Uh, much uh, more civilized, I guess you could say. There's more. There's a city there, and so, but, but you still, it's kind of like a bowl. So down at the bottom of this bowl is where you have, you know, nice hotels and restaurants. But then the further up you go in this bowl, more and more into the mountainsides is where you're going to find more of the farmers yeah. and other folks. So that's where you were, is up no, in the mountains. I wasn't in the city, you know. No, no you're out. You're the outside. Outside of that. Yes, city. you're Very outside mm -hmm. of the city. Yeah. So it's, I think so it's maybe six or five hours, you know. Okay, so a good bit. You were not, yeah, you were yeah. a good bit of ways. Yeah. But compared to, you know, yes. Puko, that's much further. But. Yeah. So I was in that place. When, I was you, when you say six hours, is that by vehicle or by vehicle. walking? Okay. Vehicle. Okay. Vehicle. Okay. So I was, uh, that family, you know, uh, I was in chair. Uh, that, the, you know, the family from jungle. And they have a family in this mountain, you know. So uh, I was in helping the, his mother, you know, his yes. mother. Uh, so you're going, you're going to the mother of uh, the farmer that you've been working with. Yeah. How long were you with that family in the jungle? Maybe one, uh, one year. So you were with them for a year, mm -hmm. and um, they started to get abusive. Mm -hmm. But you know, they're still feeding you, but to the point where if you would get sick they would treat you like an animal i don't want to mm. get sick slide the food over here mm. to you like a dog and then their his parents yeah needed some help i'm mm. sure they're getting a little bit older and they're like well we have angel here we'll send you up to the mountains to help them yeah so i was uh, helping you know in the farm so i was carrying continue carrying the cows he has back to the cows yeah he has two cows and one donkey you know i was 
carrying the, the donkey and the cows. So I was going to the school too. They they put me to the school. I was to the, I was going. Sometimes I was going to the church. I would like I I I, I like it to go to the church in that in that moment, you know. So yeah. Both in the jungle and in the mountains, no, in the mountain, or in the just mountain. in the mountains. Okay. Yeah, because I they have a church. It was it's in a small town, so they yeah, they church. had stuff there that you yeah, can go so to. I went okay. to the church. This church. So I was carrying the cows. Sometimes you know they abuse me, continue to abuse me. You know. You you were telling me that um, there was another military yeah. ex military man there as well. Uh, was that one of uh, their sons as yeah, well? One of the so the the man that you were living with for a year, his brother yeah. was living with mm-hmm. the parents that you were yeah. with now, and he was ex military, mm-hmm. and he very mu- was very much the one who was abusing you. Yeah. So. Uh, Sometimes he wake up for four p.m. <laughs> you know, like in military. He said, "You need to warm." He push me in my stomach. You know, so you need to be strong. But why? Well, I'm just a kid. You know. Yeah. At this point, you're seven, eight years old. Yeah, seven years. Seven years. Seven. So Gosh, I to was... punch a seven year old in the gut, telling him he needs to be strong. That's that's pretty messed up. Yeah. So that's the reason. You know. So I remember the the. Older men for from this family, at one of the moments was ugly, very ugly. You know, I don't know what's happened, but he put he took he take a, you know, um, a big uh, wood mm-hmm. and beat my uh, legs or arms. Yeah? Your shoulders. Yes, my shoulder. You know, and so I was like close to broke. Jeez. Yeah. So just I mean, we just beat you with mm-hmm. sticks. To yeah. So why? Why? Because I am a kid. Because I am. I don't have family. You know. Jeez. So then I was carrying to the cows in the mountain. One of the day I went to the mountain to carry the cows. So it was raining. It was raining a lot. You you, you know in the mountains, lighting a big lighting. It's raining, and it's uh you know. How do you say, like a snow. Mm-hmm. Like hell. Yeah. It was hailing. Yeah, it's hailing. You know a lot. So. I was, uh, I look for some cave to to save me, you know, uh, when, so I put the cows around me and it was raining lighting. So I, I think so, I feel like the lighting is, felt close to. It struck close to you, yeah. yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I, I was afraid, you know. Yeah. So what's happened? So when past the raining, I look my, fa- my for my cows, so it finished raining. Yeah. You were in a cave. Uh-huh. You were coming out. Where are the cows? Where's the yeah. donkey? So I was I looking for my cows. So I found my one cows, the donkey, but the other cows wasn't there. Yeah, so what? I'm looking. When I saw, it was you know the risk. The there was a cliff and yeah. it fell off. Yeah, maybe because uh, when lightning is come, you know it scared it. Yeah, it it scared started running. Inside. Yeah, yeah. So I said no. I'm I'm not gonna back because they abuse me, you know. Yeah, I mean they're they're beating you with yeah. sticks and punching yeah. you for no reason. So actually yeah. having a reason, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're gonna have more reason to, you know. So no, they're gonna kill me. So I don't want it to back. So I decided to not back. So no, I put the cow, the other cow, and the donkey in the on the the road in the road. 
So I escaped more and more far. far you just you slap him, say, "Go back home, donkey. Yeah. Go back yeah. home, Cal. I'm out of here." Yeah. So I I I escaped more mountain. You know, I then I saw I I look for some big cave. So I spent that night in that cave. It's 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 cold. You know, the mountains yeah. are very cold. I mean, if you're going even higher up in the mountains, even yeah. more so. I mean, so yeah. I look for some grass. You know, I put in the floor. So I put into my body. In your oh, shirt and clothes and yeah, stuff. Some grass. I yeah. A little warm, you know, but still freezing. So I was spent that night in the cave, the second day, third day, hungry. You know, I don't have food, so I was a little sick. So I was looking for some some food, but in the mountain you can't find foods or, or you know, fruits or you can't find. It's in the mountain. You have rocks, pretty yeah, much rocks yeah. and a little bit of grass. Yeah, so I decided to eat, you know, dirt or or leaves. Jeez, you know? but it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. How, how? But so, you're just that hungry. You, you, yeah, yeah. So I was hungry. I was, I I find some uh, water. You know, I was drinking water, but it's not enough water. You know, so one of the day I saw some family who was working in some place you know so they make a watia is is watia you can explain how it's yeah so watia is a a traditional way of of cooking in uh, the mountains it was something that the incas did i believe so the idea would be that you would dig a, a small little hole nothing too big but then you would make kind of a rock cave around this hole um and make a fire in that you'd make a an opening to this cave and get a fire going, and then once the rocks heat up uh, quite a good bit, Angel was showing me the other day that the rocks will heat up and turn this whitish color. That's when you know that it's ready to uh, start the next step, and that is to put the fire out, to put your food in there, such as potatoes or corn or things like that, and then you collapse this cave on your food, and so just the heat of the rocks is going to cook your food and so then that will normally take about an hour so it's a way to kind of uh, slowly roast some of this food like we would in an oven but only using rocks and fire yeah yeah so the the big part that's important to know about this mm -hmm. is when you cook this your your potatoes and things like that you're you're throwing them on rocks and dirt and so normally you would peel your potato and eat the inside and then throw the skin away Uh, that's how you would be able to eat your food without eating a ton of dirt along with it yeah, so I I was used when they back to the town, you know, uh, when the people finished to work, they back to the town. So then I went to this place to looking for some potato peel, you know. So there was other families up here doing work, and yeah. that's where you, you found the remains of yeah. their lunch. So I find some potato peel, you know, so I ate that, but it's not enough for, for my hungry. So... You know, in this cave, I was fighting. I was asking for the God. I was just saying, "Oh, God, please take, uh, take me with you, please. I don't want it to stay here." You know. When you say "take me with you," like I yeah. want, I want to die, I, yeah. or uh, you know, yeah. maybe disappear in the moment. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. take me up. I'm yeah. tired of being here. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I saw some picture when Jesus is going, you know, to the heaven. Yeah. You're like. She's like flying. Mm. So I was thinking in that in my mind. You know, mm. take me like this. So, but wasn't happened, you know. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, so, one of the dates, okay, I'm gonna 
that that died here. So, how, how long were you there at that point? Six years, six days, six days, or six, seven days, days six seven days. So yeah. almost a week by yourself in the yeah. mountain with nothing but dirt and yeah. scrap potatoes to eat. Yeah. So I said, okay, I don't want to 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 stay here. You know, I don't want to live. I don't have this life. You know what? Why? Why happen in my life? You know why? I I don't I don't sin, you know. Because I'm a kid. <laughs> why? Why do people abuse me? You know. So why I don't have family? Why 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 some some people is you know looking for me? I don't know. So I decided to kill me. You know, but before they kill me, I said, "Okay, God, I know you can take me with you." So. I know I, I I know you're not real you don't exist you know so I said okay you are not real you are not you you you're not existing in my life so I decided to not believe in God you know so that's the reason I decided to kill me so I'm gonna kill so anyway I'm gonna who's gonna looking for me you know who's gonna looking for me who's gonna mm. crying or who's gonna be sad for me Nobody. Mm. So it's, uh, I'm gonna decide it. So when I was going to the, I looked for some a big a cliff. cliff. Yeah. I was trying to, you know, to jump off. Jump, yeah. jump off. So in that moment, I feel like some bad pushed me back. You know. Uh, so just I sit in the rock. I sit in the rocks. Uh, I was sitting in the rocks, uh, crying. You know, crying. And I back to the to the cave. You just couldn't. You you yeah. go up to the cliff and you just couldn't do it. You yeah. felt like there was a, something yeah. pushing you back. Yeah. So I went to the. I returned to the cave. So I said, okay. If I'm not gonna, if I'm not gonna, de- die here, you know. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna return to this town. If if I'm gonna, yeah, you know. If I'm gonna die, yeah. might as well just go back to yeah. this house again. No, no matter, they're gonna kill me. So no if problem. I can't do it here, I'll just go back and yeah. then they'll yeah yeah. So anyway, they're gonna kill me. So I decided to back to the town, you know. So I was I don't know how I walk because I was I don't have strength, you know. I was sick. So when I was, when I was arriving to the town, some of the people said, "Angel." That the family was looking for you, so I don't remember, you know, because just I remember, I remember when I wake up, you know, when the kitchen I was in the kitchen. So you you passed out, yeah. or you don't remember making it back yeah. home, but you you've met people and they brought you back to yeah. this family that was taking care of you, yeah. uh-huh. if you can say that. So I remember when I woke wake up, I was in the kitchen, you know, she the the, the how do you say them, the grandmother. Mm-hmm. His family was cooking, you know. They were cooking with piece of woods. Yeah. So she was talking, ah, you lost my cows, or you, what are we going to do? What? You know, I, maybe you are playing, maybe you are sleeping. Yeah, you, you know, so she was talking, talking. In that moment, uh, this lady's son arrived. He was a little drunk, you know. He was in the military. So he... He arrived 
when he look when we saw me you know so he said oh you lost the cows it was your fault he he took out piece of a piece of firewood he put me in my head you know hmm. so i just i felt the, the, the blood rushing the blood. down I, I i i don't cry just I felt, you know so then i don't remember just when i wake up in the hospital yeah in the hospital and the doctor say you're a miracle you know yeah you shouldn't be here that yeah. should have killed you yeah because it uh, was big you know then so i have the uh, how do you say this the scar on your yeah, head still head. yeah I still have you know so with that uh connecting that back to your father at this point um w- was this family taking care of you and, and for the medical expenses with that or how how did that do you know uh, i don't know maybe don't know. they pay you know sure yeah maybe they pay but uh the doctor said tell me who's gonna who's what's happened so i say if i'm gonna tell i'm gonna i need i'm gonna anyway i'm gonna go back to this family so they're gonna abuse me continue you know so just i was in my mind, you know, I'm not gonna say that. Just I was quiet, you know. You you were afraid there, yeah. you, so mm. you just didn't tell the doctors anything. Yeah. yeah. So I was quiet. Then uh, the, when I returned to this family, okay, the 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 the, the, the grandmother of this family said, okay, you go now back to the jungle with my with her son. Yeah. So okay, I back to the jungle. You know, in the jungle, I was working with him maybe two years or, yeah, two years. Because yeah, when I returned to the jungle again, I was maybe eight or nine years old, you know. So I was working with this man. How day. how long were you in the mountains for, do you maybe think? One, two, maybe one or two years. Mm-hmm. Two years, maybe. Maybe yeah. two years, okay. Mm-hmm. So when I returned to, this, to the jungle, I was w- helping, you know, this man. But they, they continued to abuse me, you know. So, sometime I was deciding to escape, but was it as bad as this man's brother in the yeah, mountains? Yeah. So they were just as bad. Yeah. So then they have a problem, you know. It was in a divorce situation, divorce situation. Yeah. Th- this family was yeah. getting a divorce. Yeah. So th- he said, "Okay, I can't to ca- take you, you know, care. Yeah, I, I can't take care of you anymore. Yeah, so you gotta leave. Yeah. You can. You you can." Look for your life, you know. Go, you can. You are free. So then he decided. You you are free. Was it were was this almost like slavery then, or is it just like how your your word yeah. choice there? You you can do any uh, what do you want to do. You know. We release said, you now. Yeah. And he mm. said, "Okay." I decided to. I have a small bag. Uh, yeah. You know, you saw in the slum. Yeah. I have like the scene. He, there. He's been helping us with our slum experiences this summer, and he recreated his little bag. But mm-hmm. it looked like a potato sack with just some rope tied around the corners, almost like um, how would you say that, Tyler? Like, I mean, like a very – I'd see them around colleges almost, like the little – Like a cinch bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. But made out of, like, really cheap materials. Yeah. Yeah. So I put some stuffs. I have it, you know, some clothes. I put there, and I put them back, and – I, I, I walked to. I went to the town, Sapechu's town. Yeah. You know? So, in the town, I was looking for some place to sleep, but 
I don't find. So I, that night I, I, I spent in the square, some of the bank to the square. I spent uh, there. You know, in the jungle sometimes it's uh, cold at n in the night. It's not uh, warm. Sometimes it's warm, but uh, sometimes it's cold. Yeah. Uh -huh. Different seasons and yeah. it will get cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a little cold, so I put some grass in my, you know. In, in your clothes uh, again, yeah. yeah. So, so then I was looking for some uh, job. Some yeah, so you're you're in a small you're in a town now. Uh -huh. So you you slept on the square. You're trying to stay warm, and you're what ten years old at this point? Yeah, maybe ten years. Ten years in, I was okay. looking for some job, you know. So I find some restaurant, and I washing the the dishes. 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 So they give me a food and a little money. So I, but they don't give me a place to spend night, you know. So the second night I was continue to looking, but that night I I spent in a tree. <laughs> And I find some tree and I spend that night in the tree. So the next day, I was looking, looking for some places, you know. So then some families uh, said, okay, you can stay here. You can help us, but you can stay wherever you want it, you know. So, okay. Sometimes I was uh, staying for some family one month or sometimes two months without a family. I was, you know moving families by, by working well and i remember you said you did some of that because you were cautious you didn't want to get abused again by yeah. living with one family yeah that's the reason i i couldn't stay i could stay some families but i don't want it because i remember you know all you've known was abuse yeah yeah, yeah so i said no i prefer to move i prefer to to work you know so then i find some family and i was living more time with this family and He's, he told me, okay, Mira, Angel, uh, I don't have money, so I have my sons. I need to 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 buy a few uh, clothes or foods for for my sons. So we can I can't to search uh, to to what is in church about you. You know, so he said, okay, I know there's one boarding home in this town in Sapecho. You know, so you can stay here. I'm gonna go to talk with that director and you can stay in this boarding home you can have place to sleep and you can have you can you, you have it you know food and uh, he goes to talk with uh, the director eduardo uh, bustillos so then eduardo says okay he can stay here in the boarding home you know that this boarding home is you can explain josiah is CFAT. Yeah, so this was a uh, CFAT boarding home. So mm -hmm. this was uh, one of the schools that we were helping with to, um, you know, help with education. Education is such an important part of in all these situations. Being get, being able to get an education can absolutely change someone's life. So it's a, a big thing that we try to do where we can. So this is just one of those circumstances where we were able to help with the boarding home and this boarding school, I mean, and uh, – just be able to help out there. So, Angel, this is a unique circumstance where normally we weren't taking on, um, in your case, an orphan, you know, didn't have anybody. We normally wouldn't do that. But with you, we took, it was a, a different cir circumstance because you were in that unique cir uh, situation there. Um, and they, well, I'll let you tell that part of it. Yeah. And why you were taking so on. So, then uh, I, I, I went to the, the, this boarding home. You know, uh, the director said, okay, uh, I know some some families uh, paid around 15 
per month, you know. It's just a little, you know, just for some meat, you know. Hey, with some of the, help yeah. with some of the food and yeah. whatnot, yeah. But I, I don't, who's going to pay for me? I don't have fa- parents. So the Eduardo said, okay, you can in church about the pigs, the chickens, and uh, you can help more in, in, the, in the boarding home. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay for me because I have place, I have food, you know, and I can continue going to the school. So I was going to the school. Uh, Sometimes it was so hard going to the school, you know, because I was a poor, I was orphan, you know. I I wasn't have uh, money for buy some some mat- school materials. So sometimes the teachers uh, give me some materials, or some some ones give me some materials, you know. Uh, some uh, I I remember some some of the families say go to the church. The church can help you to make an offering, you know, to buy some mat- school materials or some clubs. But I said, no, I don't believe in God. Wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because uh, I decided to not believe in God in, this, in the moment, in the mountain, you remember, in the cave. So I said, no, I don't believe in God. God, God is not real for me. So, so even to the point where they would help you, you were still standing firm with this, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. you did not believe in God. Yeah. So then, you know, uh, sometimes was so hard in the school because nobody wants to sit with me. Maybe because I don't have a good shoes, a good good dress, you know. So maybe that with that situation, I was sitting in the the final, you know, the, in the back, uh, in the back, just alone. So I remember when it's time to break, you know, uh, the school, the kids goes to the to buy some snacks, but I don't have money. So I went to the street to looking for the kids who was playing, buying some snacks. So I was just crying, you know. I, I have hungry, but uh, I, I, what am I gonna do? But I don't have money. So I was just in the street to looking for the how the, how the kids is playing, the students playing, you know. Yeah. Because I could stay in the classroom, but I, 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 I think, you know, if I'm gonna stay in the classroom, Maybe they're gonna say if someone lost some cor- uh, coin or someone lost pencil or books, they're gonna. They're gonna blame you because yeah. there was no one else in the classroom. Yeah. So if so, you stayed there, you yeah. think something bad would happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's this. I decided no. I'm not. I'm, I decided to go to the street, you know. So I was continuing studying to working sometimes, making some money, but that, that money I used for buy some material schools, you know. I, uh, because I love to study, I was I love to to continue to study to go to the school. So, but I don't have. You know, uh, in Bolivia is a uh, August six, is a holiday. You know, so it's a it's a memory for the foundation Bolivia's foundation. So every every this. August 6th, they have a August marching, 6th. you know, marching, yeah. marching. Like a, a parade. Lot, yeah, parade. Yeah. The students made it. So the, the, the people you know, always buy a new clothes for this ceremony because it's a special ceremony, you know. Yeah, so, it's a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday. But I, don't, I, don't, I went to this place because I don't have money to find some, some clothes, you know, a, a new clothes. So I said, no. I never went to the ma- you know, to the marching or to these parades. 
So I remember one of the year I was, I would like, I really want to go, I really wanted to go, you know, to, to, to this parade. So I was looking for some money, but I don't have money. So I say uh, one of the teachers have a, a her son, was have, it's like uh, my, how say, it was in my grade, you know. So I said, please, could you uh, lend me, oh, lend me your shoes and your uh, dress for me. I w I really want to go to the to the parade, you know, to the marching. Yeah. So it's okay. They give me a, you know, a, they wash no new. It's old, you know. Yeah, but they let you borrow yeah, some clothes. They, yeah, they they you know, borrow some clothes. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I I I I gonna be in the parade, you know. So I was so I was so happy, so happy. Yeah. So so then. I, I watched the clothes and returned, the, you know, the clothes. It was, I said, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, but it was so, sometimes so hard, so sad for me, you know. So I was deciding to not continue to study because I don't have money. Uh, I don't have good shoes. I don't have a good uh, dress. So no, I'm going to work. I'm, I'm going to decide to work, you know. So I was thinking, I'm gonna finish uh, this this uh, semester. Semester, yeah. then I'm gonna leave the school. And I'm gonna more, you know, spend time to working. So I was deciding that. So in that moment, uh, one of the teams from USA, from this camp country, came, you know, to this boarding home. A CFAT team yeah. came down, yeah. yeah. We were yeah. we were sending a team down. Yeah, so in that team, uh, you know, in when they arrived, uh, we make a welcome ceremony. Welcome ceremony in the dining room. So I'll, the the ceremony is give you hand handshake, mm -hmm. shake yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah. You would do a handshake. Yeah, and hug. You know, and then shake at the end. Uh -huh. It was a shake of your hand, pat on the back, and then yeah. shake again. Yeah. So that's the ceremony, you know, to the welcoming. But I was looking, you know, American people is looks clean. <laughs> it's look very clean. So I say no, I'm a, a dirty. I'm I wa I wasn't a dirty, you know. Just I wasn't have a good shoes. I go, good shoes, a good uh, t-shirt or good pants, you know. So I said no, I don't want to go <laughs> to give the hand check. So when I was making the ceremony, my I remember my the, the other student was, you know, giving the hands. So I didn't know, I'm not gonna go. Maybe there's gonna be, you know, how do you say like oh, oh, for me, you know. The, like they would I don't know, like feel disgusted like a, because yeah. you're dirty and you know look at this yeah you were afraid that they were going to yeah. think you were dirty and wouldn't want you didn't want to upset them yeah so i don't know maybe not okay i'm i i i, I tried to go to the corner in the corner to the dining room so it was i remember the the the, the, the brother of this team was passing so one of that lady for this team yeah maybe she looked you know she saw me so she came where I'm here, where I'm, you know, in the corner, I've been there. So she came. So I was, I was scared, you know, please, in my mind, please don't come, don't come, don't come. But no matter, she came and she gave me a, 
a hard and hug. And she, I just remember that words. And she said, God bless you. You know, I just remember that. So in that moment, I say, I was like, I was, and um, you know, I said, if I'm not gonna back the hug, she's gonna think I'm a not good person. You know, but say, okay, I'm gonna uh, hug her back. Hug her back. So when happened at that moment, when she finished, she goes, you know, in that moment I decided to go out to Rome and I, I went to the uh, peak corral and just I cry, you know, just I was crying, crying, crying. So I said, why? You know, why? I was fighting in, in my mind, in my heart, you know, why? Nobody, never, nobody give me a hug, you know, or nobody give me a hand, or nobody give me, God bless you, you know. So it was so, seemed packed for me. So I was, I cried, so I said, okay. In that moment, I said, thank you, thank you, God. I know you are real. I know you, you exist. You know, because she, that that lady, she doesn't look how I'm dressing. You know, I'm I'm wearing. If I am dirty or ugly, you know, just she came and gave me a hug. You know, so I in that moment I decided to to believe in God. God continue to believe in God. You know, in that moment I said, okay, thank you, God. Now you give me a opportunity to believe in you you know I'm now I'm gonna continue and believe in you so I know it's very difficult sometime for us but I encourage for everyone you know one hug one smile or one hand can change lives it's not necessary to give a money it's not necessary to give a car or give a house. Give a house. Just give a give a hug, you know, a hand or say, God bless you, God loves you. You know, so that that changed my life. That yeah. changed, you know. So then when this situation happened, I remember two two days or three days passed. In that team was one missionary from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. His name is Ivan Roman, you know. And he, he, I think so. I was talking with Ivan Roman yesterday, and he said, "I talked with. Uh, I, wa I really wanted to help some students, but I talked with Eduardo, who, who was the director for this boarding home." So he say you can help Angel because Angel nobody has Angel. So that's the reason he came with me. You know, he came and to he when he came, he w uh, I met with him in the that direction. <sighs> he asked me, you know, do you want to be my son? In that moment, you know, I re I I remember. I am maybe eleven years old. I'm old, I can work, 
I can make uh, some money for me. I can try to survive, you know. But, it's also crazy yeah. hearing that, you know, like yeah. at 11, oh, I can yeah. work. And I, like, yeah. that's that's crazy as an American hearing yeah. that. But yeah, continue, sorry. And then, say, okay, uh, I was thinking, you know, for every family I was living before this moment, they abused me, you know, they abused me. So I said, I'm 11, I can survive, I can work for me, you know. I don't need really need to be and so live in some families, you know. So I said no, no, maybe no, maybe he gonna he 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 continue or maybe he's gonna abuse me, you know, like other families. But I remember in the hug, these ladies, you know. Uh, I I remember this ladies Maria Luisa is from Columbus, Georgia, Georgia. No. I remember, no, maybe he's different, you know, because she gave me a hug, she gave me a, a hand, you know. Yeah. She doesn't look if I am wearing a good dress. Maybe they, they are different. So I think in my mind, so okay, so yeah, maybe it's the opportunity, you know, to continue studying. So then my then I say, okay, I want to be your son, you know, so that's, and then he, he, he goes to buy some clothes, some shoes for me, some material, school materials, you know, then my, my life changed, my life changed, I have a father, you know, I have father, uh, maybe, then my father pay 50 piece, you know, to the boarding home. So then I I don't stare uh, in church about pigs or chickens no more chickens you know no more chickens yeah. because he pay for that yeah and then but I was talking with your grandmother Sarah Corson you know I could have revenge my classmates you know now I was in the different situation. Because I have father, I have money, I have. But I remember God doesn't want it to be. Uh, so that it's not good for God, you know, the revenge. The humility is more important. To, to love your enemy uh, yeah. and to turn the other yeah. cheek, yeah. Yeah, the humility. So like when I, I was in the school, I never have revenge my, with my students, my classmates. Always I've been with a hum, hum, humility. Yeah, humility. You know, yeah. Humility. Because it's, it, God gives me that, the opportunity to have a good life. You know, they give me a father. They give me a, a good dress, a good food. So it's not for, it's not a, it's not a, you didn't say. It's not uh, God doesn't want us to be uh, uh, how do you say ugly with other persons. He doesn't want us to be mean. Yeah, and to, yeah. yeah. He wants to be kind. Yeah. So then, then changed my life. You know, then changed my life. Then uh, since this that moment, I'm always you know connecting with Sifat for the moment. When I was twelve, twelve years. I'm connecting with Sifat. You know, it's a long yeah. time. 
a long time. So I I was talking with your grandmother, Sarah. So you know, God put your grandmother in my way, you know, because if your grandmother make don't make these burning homes, what's gonna happen with my life? You know, I think so. God has purpose. Proposito purpose, you know? Yeah, it has a purpose, yeah. With your grandmother to make this boarding home, you know? So I was I was saying thank you, Sarah, for coming to Bolivia. <laughs> yeah. You know, because God put you in my life, in my way. So it's I'm so thank you, thank also thankful for everyone. Yeah. You know, so I'll I think so for Sifat is <laughs> it's a big history, you know. Home once some once was uh, connected with Sifat many, many years. Mm -hmm. You know, you, I think so Sifat make a good job in the world. Save lives. Yeah. They have oppor they give opportunities, they give hope, you know. So now my life is different. I have a good father, you know. Ivan Roman is my father. He loves me. I love my father. I have a big family, you know. I have a family. It's Corson. It's, I feel like my family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I have here big family, big family. It's so difficult, you know. Who's gonna think? I never think to find family in other countries, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But now you but, have your American family yeah, too. Yeah, I have a family, American family. So I'm uh, continue to work in Bolivia. I I am. Um, yeah, let's let's go through the, the timeline a little bit then. Yeah. So you, you finished up with your schooling. So um, you met... Ivan and he kind of adopted you and helped you through school. Mm -hmm. So you continued through until you graduated. Um, mm -hmm. And what happened then? You you finished up high school. What's give us a little bit of the timeline? I know eventually you, you got training with CFAT, right? You went through our our uh, training there. When did that happen? Uh, when I finished the school, I went to the university. Yeah. So, but, but I I couldn't to finish because I need to work, you know, because my father, uh, I been back to USA, so it was so hard for me. So, but then I was I con I was uh, continue, you know, that to the mission because my father start with this mission in Bolivia, so I continue with this mission in Bolivia in Kesimpuco area. We have a Bible cells with the kids. Uh, uh, La Paz, El Alto City, in the how do you say in the periphery, 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 you know, and back, uh, back, back side to the city, you know, in mm -hmm. rural area, the rural know, areas, area, yeah, the, the, the cities, yeah, we have a Bible cell too, and we have a project, some project is uh, beauty, uh, cutting hair, yeah, beauty cutting hair. We have this project with a lady, some ladies, some young ladies. You know, they can learn and uh, help their family. You know, yeah, some for some works or, for, or they they can make uh, some business for 
Yeah. So you're working back in these communities and helping these communities yeah. where you can. Um, so there, there was a list of a few things I know we were talking about that you were doing. Um, one that was interesting was the little uh, radios and helping out. So one big need is in, in Bolivia and a lot of uh, South America there, you have some uh, the heritage of some of the people were like their, their background were Incas that they had Incas. And so those people are the Quechuan people. And so that's mm-hmm. a whole nother language mm-hmm. that they're going to be speaking. So when you're coming in with Spanish Bibles and wanted to teach, you know, God's word, uh-huh. it's a little difficult because it's a whole nother language. And then you also have the issue of education as well, where that might be a little more difficult getting schools in some of these areas. So then being able to get uh, one thing you've been working with and helping is, um, these radios that have the Bible completely on there in Quechuan so mm-hmm. that you could, you know, help teach um, God's word without actually physically needing that Bible there, as well as having a, a radio with a, f- a Christian channel on it. So that's one thing I know you said you've been doing. Yeah. Anything to add to that? Yeah, it's Galcon, you know, it's Galcon. It's, uh, yeah, it's the name of that. And, uh, it's nice because uh, the small radio is, uh, you can enter power solar. Mm-hmm. Solar, solar powered, yeah. Solar power, you know. So you, in case in Puko, in these mountains, you know, not have a good electricity, you know, so they can use the power, solar power to charge this radio. and Yeah, so you've been helping passing those out then. Yeah, so they can use, uh, in, they can preach in, listen preachings in Quechua, this language, in original yeah. language, or some news in Quechua, and some, they also, you say, they have a Bible in Quechua. You know, so we are working with that, uh, and we are working with uh, some greenhouse. Yeah, you're showing me some of that. That's really yeah. fascinating stuff. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, the, this greenhouse and it's a new uh, project. That is a new. Yeah, it's a new project. Yeah, new form. You know, different. Like uh, real, uh, we know the greenhouses. You know, it's it's not quite a building. Yeah, it's a uh, it, this greenhouse is underground. Underground, yeah. Underground, you know. So the people say why. Why you know the 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 why the answer for why is because if you make the greenhouse level to the you know up there to the yeah a traditional style yeah, greenhouse yeah. yeah it's because the wind is coming and the worm is gonna go with the wind you know so at night it's coming continue coming the wind the wind you know so yeah, it's very brutal there's not yeah. a lot of trees you're on the yeah. side of a mountain here this is yeah. what like 14,000 yeah. feet something in there elevation really high in the mountains yes. so that wind's going to be brutal yeah so the the worm is going to go you know but with this a uh, uh, underground like a hole in the ground yeah is because the wind is coming they're going to pass you know because it's not going to the yeah, yeah, yeah. You have uh, some greenhouse plastics or tin yeah. over it to kind of yeah. help. Yeah, they're going to help, you know. So that's the reason at night it's going to be warm. All night it's going to be warm. Yeah. Know? So they, you continue growing every moment, you know, one year. Tomato, lettuce, you know, you don't have problem. With it. Yeah. So the, the, then it's not expensive like the other, you know, than yeah. the... the a very important thing when it comes to growing that that we uh, you hear a lot in these these circles is extending that growing season, right? Being mm-hmm. able to grow for longer periods of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so this helps enable that where you're able to grow 
where it might be difficult to grow otherwise. Yeah. So you'll be able to produce more food. That's going to help you out longer. You can because that's going to be a, a huge source of income for a lot of people in this area, is it not? Where the farming is is a big part of that of what little money you're going to make. So if you're able to grow even more, you know, more food, more money, everything's better. Yeah. You know, the the this from this area they they hit a vegetables just for seasons. Yeah. It's not every. Every year, you know, just the seasons. Yeah. But with this uh, uh, solar trend, you know, you can sit every every year or every moment, you know. Yeah, you can always be growing. Always, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's really huge. That, yeah. Like, that's huge, huge mm -hmm. being able to do that. So that's the reason we made this project. And uh, also we are working with uh, other comp uh, institutions, you know, with World Visions, uh, And we are working with uh, so biblical society, society, society. Society, yeah, society. Uh, so we have a lot of work, work, you know. And also we are working partner, uh, help, helping with CFAT to make a solar, also water filter. Yeah, water filter. Yeah, you know, water filter for some different areas and. Uh, Uh, we are making. I I, le I learned here in Sifat and uh, training Sifat uh, tie chairs. Yeah, tire chairs. Yeah, yeah. recycling tires yeah, is so. a big thing. You know, that's always a, a big waste that you see in a lot of these areas. Just tires with no purpose, just filling up space yeah. and trash, and uh, and even worst cases, people cutting them up and using them to to burn to cook with. So being able to find other things that you can use them for is always you know huge plus. So you make chairs out of them and nice chairs i would add yeah you know in the mountain they can, they don't have a, enough wood so they can use this yeah <laughs> there you go chair. perfect you know and uh, we use uh, we are making that in different schools in el alto in la paz city and other towns awesome yeah awesome that's really cool um so you were also i know talking about trying to help a lot of youth that are in similar situations you, you had a, a lot in your heart with it. while you were um living in, on the streets there uh for that last stretch or even while you were even in school for that last little bit um you were talking about just some of the um some corruption within the, the town with some of the other uh kids or teenagers how there was substance abuse as well mm -hmm. whether that was alcohol or marijuana or a lot of different things and so you also um have a heart to kind of help people in these situations mm -hmm. right can you tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about that you know uh, i think so the most important is god says if you want to come uh to the heaven you need to be like a ch child yeah yeah you know, God uh, say that so we make we are you know for this we are feel like important with these kids you know when we met meet when we have a Bible school or Bible cell we say you are important yeah you can do it you know it's, it's yours Don't feel like you just you are a kid. You are very important for God. You are very important for us, you know. So that's the reason we made this solar tent. It's not my project. It's not. It's it's a project for the for these kids because they are growing the vegetables in, in the solar tent. They gonna sell 
these uh, vegetables and they're gonna make some money for they're gonna use this money for the, the snacks for buy some mat school materials so they, they're gonna feel like important you know so that's the, that the reason we are we are doing this project for these kids that's so awesome empowering yeah. the kids yeah teaching them good skills but then also helping them yeah that's that's huge that's yeah. awesome so we, you know i know in bolivia we continue to have the similar situation like me yeah you know because my all my brothers uh, uh, live in boarding homes all my all my brothers yeah let's yeah. we never really wrapped up your story with with uh with a bow there let's let's finish that real quick so you you got connected with cfat but then uh semi recently at least you're uh what was it you're 26 or 36 yeah, i mean 26 26 for you when you were 26 ish you went looking you're currently 37 36 no, 30, 34 you're 34 34 mm -hmm. years old but when you were 26 you went looking for your family to try yeah. to find your family mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about that search then because <laughs> uh, that would have been a long time since you've seen your family. The last time you saw your family was what, when you were like six years old or something like that? Five? Five, five years. So, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, you know. Over 20 so, years, and you're looking for your family. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I never know my mother. Yeah. I never know my father. Yeah. So, I don't know how is her face, you know? I don't have the picture, their face. So... I would like to meet with my mother, but when I look, was I, I did not then she was you know passed away, so I never met with my mother. Mm. So I look my brothers. Uh, sometimes was so hard, you know, because I don't know what's is gonna happen with my father. You know, my father. Ivan Roman, maybe it's gonna be like feel like ah, you are looking for your family, or you you you're gonna love more your family, like my love, you know. That was fighting with me, my father, you know. So when that he, was a fear that you yeah, had, I was afraid about them. But when I talk to my father, it's okay. You are free. You can look for your brother. So I went looking for my brother. You know, I was my hope was to find my mother. Yeah. But I can do it because it was passed away. Yeah. You know? So when I look my, I knew I have one older sister and little brother. Yeah. I know about that because I remember that. Yeah. But when I find my brother, he said, we have a three brothers more. You know. So there's three more brothers. So yeah. in total, five boys. Six, uh, four, four boys and two girls. Two girls. Oh, okay, we so including you, there's four boys. Yeah. We are totally six, you know. Yep. So when my I found my my little brother, he said we have three brothers more, little brothers more. Wow! Why <laughs> we have a, you know, yeah. a huge family, yeah. <laughs> huge brother. So then I find my brother. Uh, I find my older sister. I I find my other my uh, other brothers. So it was so peaceful for me in my heart yeah I, you had I peace feel, yeah i have peace in my, in my in my life you know so now i am living with my uh, my little sister because she, she has a kid and i am helping my nephew you know so i know it's a it's like a movie in my life <laughs> 
it's like a movie. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but well, with with your so your mother, what happened to the um, your mother's second husband? So the uh, one that was abusive. You know, when you had a lot of probably yeah, a lot of anger in your heart towards yeah, him. I was angry with my mother, you know, because I don't for how do you say forgetting, forgetting, you know. You haven't forgotten. For, the, yeah, because she she gave me a this family, you know. She she's she's a part of my with my little brother, you know. She, you know, but when I know she passed away, I feel like a peace. Okay, mommy, I forgive you. Yeah, I was in peace. You know, I forgive you. Yeah, peace. Then I know this ugly man. This ugly man. Yeah. This, this bad man. I yeah. have a, a brother. Yeah. A little, uh, my the step brother. Yeah. Step brother. So then my mother was take married with other men and I have two brothers more little So brother. but th this guy the the second husband mm -hmm. he passed away as well? Yeah. So he, he died mm -hmm. then your mother remarried. Yeah. Again and then that's where your new brothers came. Yeah, from. two brothers. The two new brothers. Yes. So uh You know I was so ang uh, ugly uh angry my, or ang angry angry yeah. in my heart, you know. I was to find this man, yeah, and have a revenge. Yeah, you know, I was going for 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 that. You know, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna have a revenge. Yeah, because I'm old. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, you know, but when I uh, knew or when I when the people say he's passed away, so okay, I, you know, I I feel like okay, I forgive it mm. because. I I I I want to continue have a good relationship with my with my Jesus. Yeah, so, I mean that's a tough situation, a situation yeah. that most of us will never have to have yeah. to have a, a a person who came in and completely wrecked your world, abused your mother, and ended up you know selling you away to other people that led you on this entire course so that's understandable to have a lot of that that anger and even after the fact to be able to say that you know knowing that he's passed to be able to say that i forgive you is still that's quite a lot that's a huge feat um so i mean that's that's awesome to hear and i know that struggle must have been a, a difficult one trying to find him and dealing with that battle yeah. of what am i going to do i'm angry at him he ruined so much of my life you know you could view it that way um so I, i'm sure that was tough i'm sure that was tough you know because my father ivan roman he teach me about the god's loves you yeah know? when you understand god loves you know you you it's sometimes very difficult we are a human, you know. Yeah, we are. It's some, some. It's very difficult to forgive some people, you know. Forgiveness, you know, some people. But in this time, I say, okay, I know he's passed away. I don't, I don't have, I don't have uh, some issue in my heart, you know. So I need to go away this this issue in my life. So I need to be have peace in my life. So that's the reason I say, okay, I forgive you, and I would like to have peace in my life. You know, anyway, you you're gonna in church with God, not with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so that's the reason. But I know maybe some kids 
some people is angry or ag- uh, uh, angry yeah angry angry with their parents their brothers their families you know don't be angry <laughs> we have opportunity to forgive you know nobody is perfect in this world we have any any kind of mistakes in our lives you know but uh, you have mother you have father you have brother so forgive forgive every every uh how do you say if you have some issues fix it that fix yeah work it towards that. it work in M- it most of us will not go through that kind of the, the trauma that you would have gone through and some of the mm-hmm. struggles that you would have gone through and many of us get upset over very you know small details so if we have that family definitely you know love them and and to, mm-hmm. you know work towards peace for sure yeah i know maybe some kids have some situation just i could see you you know i could tell you you can do it mm. just believe in god yeah you know just find your strength in god you know so you can do it mm. god god is caring for everyone god is has a plan a good plan for everyone you know so continue continue it's not so it's not easy uh, to be a christian <laughs> people personally you know, it's not yeah, easy very it's much very so. difficult yeah but we need to continue because god has a plan for for everyone i think um of the verse uh, we we talk about it this this summer a good bit you know that um come to me all who are weary for my um yoke is easy and my burden is light um and the one thing i remember with that that always stands out to me is uh, a yoke is a uh, you know it's a tool that for work you know that that means there there's work ahead but with with Jesus on our side with God on our side um, he will make it light for us there's still going to be work but with him it, it's we can do it yeah for sure for sure mm-hmm. well, awesome okay so um, you went, you found your family, uh, you, you realized, you found out that you have, uh, two more brothers and uh, you have your sister. Um, how is your connection with your family now? Or I know you're living with your sister or your sister lives with you now. Is that correct? Yeah. My sister, I live with my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's working with me yeah. in the project because she, she's teaching, you know, the haircuts. Yeah. She's, uh, she's teaching that because she studied for that. Yeah, you know, awesome. She's teaching that, and uh, I have my nephew. I see, you know, he, his father abandon, abandoned it. Yeah, abandoned him. Abandoned, so it's okay. No problem for me because he's my nephew. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you get to help out. Yeah, I'm going to help. I don't want it to have the my life like my life. My yeah, so yeah. That's so you get to be that uh, good father figure there and yeah. help. Yeah. So... We have a good connection with my brothers, you know. We are. I'm working with with my brothers to to believe in God, you know, to believe in God. I know my little brother. Yeah, he's a he's a Christian person, Christian people, you know. Yeah, he, he goes to the church. So uh, the other brothers, is, is you know, but we are talking with them. Yeah, you know. So my sister goes to the to the church too. Because she lives with me. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. So we are going to the church. Uh, 
Right. Uh, sometimes we met some in some activities we met and we remember our lives because my, I told you my brother all my brothers my sister have, they lived in boarding homes. Yeah, you know. So my my little brother is a teacher. Yeah. Know? So my other little brother is an engineering system engineering system. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we are growing, you know. God is God help us for everyone there you go mm-hmm. well you told us a story before i also really like it uh, about the first time that you ever had uh, meat or like a good meal could you tell us a little bit of i, I like that story uh okay. where you found the uh not the guinea pig but found the, what is it the guinea pig like thing that was on the road that was crushed uh guinea pig was it a guinea pig i thought it was something that's like you and your brother like when you were very young ah yeah okay when we were in this town, Suragua, mm-hmm. you, you remember, this man was so ugly, all the time ugly. Uh, we don't have money. We don't have money to buy some food, uh, good food, you know, meat or eggs. We don't have animals. So, uh, in, that, in, the, in this one of the moment, my mother was looking for some bone, you know, and watched the bones and put it to the soup. We ate that. You remember it's so hard. I remember now it's so hard. Yeah. But one of the day, the the, the, the people from this town was working to fix the paths, you know, the roads. Mm-hmm. So we went to looking for strong firewood, me and my brother. Yeah. So one of the men called Angel, come on, look at this is a biscacha. It's biscacha is like a mountain guinea pig. Yeah. Guinea pig. So we, we go running to this and we... We look with this guinea pig. You know, it was the die, die because yeah, some rockers was coming and killed them. Yeah. So the people said, take it. So we, I, I put this guinea pig in my, yep. in my shoulder, yeah. in my back. We run, I remember we run very fast, happy, you know, happy. With, and I, I took my father and my mother said, mommy, look at, we have biscacha. So my mother said, oh, okay. We're gonna have a cook, you know. Then she 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 make a a delicious cook. It, I remember the first time we met, uh, we eat we ate meat, mm. a long time. Yeah, it was so delicious, you know, so delicious. This biscachas uh, meat, oh, we are so happy. You know, it was so hot. I remember we I remember we ate just. Chuño, you know chuño. We're gonna explain about chuño, potato and grain. Just yeah. we ate that. No, no meat, no, no eggs, no. Yeah. So, uh, when we find this animal, this guinea pig or biscacha, we are so happy. It was the first time we have a good meal in that time. You know. Yeah. So the chuño is actually really fascinating. It's um, this freeze-dried potato. This process that's been mm-hmm. done. Uh, for a long time now in the mountains, the, the Incas did it a long time ago. So the idea is that you would take uh, these potatoes, mm-hmm. you would take them to the top of the mountains. Uh, normally, some of the older women would do this, if I remember you telling me this. So like the, the older ladies would take it up there, and they would leave it high up in the mountains and cover it with some water, right? Mm-hmm. They'd get some water around it. And... Uh, with that, with the altitude and only, and in the winter months, the colder months, 
it would cause the potato, all the moisture to begin to kind of freeze and to come out of the potato. So then the following day you would come out and you would roll them around, whether with your foot or with your hand and kind of try to help all the moisture out of it that you can. And, um, in doing so you'd, or then after that you would leave it out to dry. And this process would actually freeze dry the potatoes to where they would last a long time. We've, we've even, my father talks about finding old jars or containers that have been out of the elements, but, uh, were filled with this chuño from long time ago from the, actually the time of the Incas. So, uh, these potatoes would last a very long time. I don't know the nutritional value after that amount of time, but at least that they would not, they would at least still be there. So that was a way that you were able to take your crops and ensure that they would last long term. Yeah, the chuños, you know, is the Incas, you can preserve the potatoes, but it's not uh, for long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the chuño you can preserve for long, long time. That's the that's reason the Inca made chuño, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you would just have to, you know, get some water and get some water boiling and you can add that back to that and, you know, rehydrate it and you're good to yeah. go. Yeah, that's, that was, you know, so the biscacha was the, our good meal. Yeah, <laughs> something a little better than chuño uh, yeah. the, from the regular. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, okay, uh, well, when was the first time that you came to America? Uh... I came uh, to America the first time was 2005. Okay. Like when I finished the school and uh, my father said, okay, it's going to be present for you finish your school. Yeah. You know, so I went, the first time was CIVAT. Yeah. <laughs> because my grandmother was living in CIVAT, you know. Yeah. She was yeah. a volunteer here. So we came here the first time, CIVAT. So then, yeah. Uh, 2005 at the first time. Okay. Um, and I'm curious, uh, many of us listening, some people might not have the opportunity to travel very often. And so one big thing I'm always trying to see and to do is to, to kind of help get a better understanding of the world and maybe some of those struggles. And so over this past time, we, we've got to hear some of these struggles. But what are some of the, the biggest differences that you've noticed between America and Bolivia, just culture-wise and the way that we live? What are some big differences that you've noticed? Uh, you know, the some brother asked me the similar question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think so. The, the different, yeah, it's big, huge difference. Sure, it's, yeah. It's different, but... One of the difference to share is when you go into the to other towns or like Bolivia, when you go into the teams, you know, you take with you or you, you are taking or bringing with you is a smile, love, and hug. You know, you know why? In people in Bolivia, a lot of people, the the culture is, you know, they they can do, they can give a hug, they can give a hand, you know, maybe hand, but hug. It's different when you give some hug some people, you because you feel like love, you know, you feel love. But in Bolivia, it's the people that they don't do that, you know. So I, every team I. When every team, when they came to Bolivia, I saw they they they're smiling, 
they they are uh, trying to to playing you know no you are not a how do you say shine ashamed yeah you are not ashamed you know you are hi hello come on let's play I love you good bless God bless you you know you are very polite very polite so that's the difference you know for me because that hug changed my life yeah you, know? you were saying that was one of the first hugs you've yeah. ever you ever got yeah so when I came or when I come here you know Bolivia, to you I say hi Angel I, uh, some brothers give me a hug all the time you know hey, God bless you hello how are you asking the people so that's the difference in Bolivia you know from US from USA and Bolivia yeah. so the other difference the big difference maybe is because is the education <laughs> yeah you know the education is different here in, in Bolivia you have more opportunities here like in Bolivia you know uh, you know how why my father die because he doesn't have money to pay you know medical yeah you know the medicine maybe but you can home you can in 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 USA yeah you can go to the hospital you can they have a good attention attention you know but in Bolivia no if you don't have money you don't have a good attention attention you know so that's the the difference in Bolivia like Okay. Um, I One thing I, I like doing as well is, uh, and we're going to be going through some of my grandmother's workbook. I don't know if you've got to look at her uh, Untangling the Web of Poverty book or not, but I absolutely love it. It's a really, really good book. But one thing that we always like to ask the question first is, what is poverty? So um, in your words, could you describe what poverty is? <laughs> Um, I think so. The poverty is just a word. Just is in in so many. It's just in mind, you know. Okay. Just in mind because God take take you know God give us every tools for everyone, you know. Because you know, you know, have you heard about the 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 the, the, the Bible history? God gives one t- ten talents and yeah. two three talents. You know, it depends of you how you gonna work. You know, maybe that maybe the the most maybe the you know the little little difference is uh, the tools. You know, every every every. Every country has a different tools. You know, maybe here you have a most di- most tools like in Bolivia. But the the the, the Bolivian still have tools. The people from this, you know. So I think so. The poverty is because you are not using your tools to have a good uh, opportunities. You know, you have a tools. Just you decided to use these tool, that tools, you know. W- would you say there's times that people don't recognize the tools as tools? Yeah. 
So like in my mind, where my mind is going with this is like talking about like appropriate technology where it's like Mm -hmm. um, there's tools there for for you to help, whether that is, you know, here's a way that you could use a rocket stove or the leaf for life or all these things that would help you in poverty. So either not knowing about them or not choosing to use them is leading you to be in this state. Maybe they can't to use in them, you know. They don't, uh, let's see, you talk about the rocket stuff. Yeah. You know, the the, 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 the big, you know, is why it's very important or the benefit is used to rocket stuff, rocket stuff, because it's, uh, you, you can you can use a, a many firewoods, you know. You can use just a little bit, it's going to be great. You know, but the people from in America, um, different places in Bolivia is why, why rocket stuff? I can why I can use. You know, uh, they don't how is it? They don't know the real real benefit. Yeah. To these tools. You know, they don't. They don't. They need to know. They need to. I was talking. You know, they need to do. The, if you want to, yeah, let's teach the rocket stop, but not for us, for me. Let's do it for the people. Yeah. Let's, so let, we can teach how is how we can do the rocket stop, but they need they need to do that. Yeah. In their family, in their home, in their home, you know, they they need to find the materials, you know. Yeah. So. So it's kind of pouring over a little bit into my next question. My next question is, why are people in poverty? So why are people in poverty? So the first question is, what is poverty to you? And then the second part of that is, why are people in poverty? You know, why? Maybe because they don't have uh, some opportunities. You know, they have, they don't maybe they don't have a, a lot of opportunities, you know. Let's see. We can grow the vegetables in the solar trend. Yeah, in the, in the thing that you've been teaching, yeah. the underground greenhouse yeah. thing. So we need to sell that. So if we need to sell, we need to go to the other towns, big towns, you know. But we need to walk six hours, eight hours. So you'd have to go to the big town to get the equipment to do yeah. this because you need to have the the tins and the plastic and whatever you're using yeah. for the cover. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, the issue is, you know, the opportunities. Are, if we have a, um, how do you say, bike call? Like a bike or a, uh, you know, a, a car. A car. Yeah. It's gonna be easy because yeah. we're gonna it's gonna take one two hours to sell. You, we can go to the town, big town, big town to selling the vegetables. Yeah. But the problem for these people is. They can't go because they don't have a car. Yeah. You know, if they wanted to sell, they need to go maybe uh, one, eight hours to a big city like it's Yayagua. So if you want to go, you need to pay the tickets, you know, you need to pay your lunch, your meal, the, how do you say the... the place to stay or... Place to stay, you yeah. say place to stay. So it's not enough if you make some money you're spending it all yeah. getting it out there. Yeah. yeah. So that's the people maybe they don't uh, 
I sit a lot of vegetables, a lot of foods because it's gonna be very difficult to sell, you know. So if we that's that that's the reason if we if we have the opportunities, you know, or some materials, some it could be more easy to sell, you know. They the people they can grow more, uh, more vegetables, more foods, and they can sell more. And they can have make a more more money, you know. Mm. So. That's the reason. I think so. The opportunity is different, and the geographic too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah. It's very. You're, you're very much out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we talk about you know the with the mountains and how tough that is to grow there. Um, tell us a little bit about the rainy season in the mountains. What does what's everything like up there? Uh, you know the rainy season is. Uh, maybe t- three or four months and so the people uh, uh, use the water you know their their for the plants so that, that that's the time the, the the people growing you know vegetables or different kind of foods uh, sometimes it's so hard because when it's raining sometimes came uh when it's raining you s- you see like a snow a big uh, how do you say you you know the okay it's it's raining yeah it's raining yeah so it's it's coming you know the uh, it's like a snow a big a snow like the a hail yeah a, the hail yeah they kill you know the the the, the crops con, the yeah. crops yeah so the the people need to fight for this it, I, I remember hearing a story my father would mm-hmm. say so in bolivia there's a lot of like your father was a miner mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of miners there because there's a lot of uh, like that mineral wealth within the ground a lot of silver and whatnot mm-hmm. so um one story dad talks about was i think it was in it was up in the mountains somewhere i think it was Kesimpuco. i think it was Kesimpuco. But there was like a massive hailstorm came in, and people would light sticks of dynamite, and they would run yeah. out and throw it up in the air to try to stop it from hailing. Yeah, um, like risking their life and limb mm-hmm. with sticks of dynamite just because you'd have to stop it from hailing. If you didn't stop it, then your crops were destroyed. Yes, and that's that's everything. You know, that's all your food. That's yes. where your money's coming from. Like yeah. it's very important. Mm-hmm. But you would risk your life. Now we know that that's not going to stop it from hailing. But you're that desperate. You know, you do whatever you can to help it because it's it's everything. So yeah, that that rainy season can definitely be intense, which is another big plus to your greenhouse. It's underground, so yeah. it's protected as well. Yeah. yeah, it's much much better. You know, it's much better in the greenhouse to protect your plants. Uh, sometimes it's difficult, you know, that's the geographic. Yeah. Sometimes it's difficult growing. Uh, mm, we don't have a good uh the government is not giving the the all uh, tools or materials to these people you know to get development you know yeah towns we need a you know CIFAT is doing a irrigation system yeah the irrigation it, system it's helped a lot yeah yeah it's a, because a lot. like like you were saying normally you have three months out of the year in which mm. is the rainy season then outside that rainy season it was pretty hard to grow yeah. things yes. uh, and so some of the projects we've been doing in this community was one building water storage i remember that was one of the the project i helped work on is i think we were working on the the second tank when at the time uh, is there three now 
Yeah, we are working in the five or four, I think so. One, wow. So, I mean, it's been several days. years since I've been. Yeah, and four, I, four tank. Yes, which is huge because, you know, in the rainy season, you're going to get all this water and you need mm -hmm. to store this so it's mm -hmm. going to last significantly longer uh, or, you know, compared to not having it at all. And now with the irrigation system, we're able to take that water that we're storing and yeah. take it and take it to some of these farmers and some of these houses so that they can continue to grow. So that's absolutely, it's awesome. You know, for the, what's so difficult to, to, uh, to know, you know, understand to the people why important is to use a sprinkle. Yeah. You know, because the people use like, uh, how do you say, uh, you know, they, they, they took the water in a, in a system Mm -hmm. Like Incas, you know. They yeah, they a, just directed the yeah, water directly to. But if you using the the system, the the soil is just eroded away. Yeah. That was going to be a topic I wanted yeah. to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. So when you use a sprinkle, it's not. It's more. It uh, soaks into the ground yeah. better. It doesn't just wash the yeah. topsoil yeah. away, getting rid of all your yeah. nutrient-rich soil, making it harder to farm. Yeah. Um, that that's one big thing when it comes to. Um, people farmers in poverty quite often a, a theme that you see is the poorest of the poor live in the mountains or the hills mm -hmm. because that's the worst farmland that's the land that nobody wants mm -hmm. and so this community here is farming in an area that would be very difficult to farm normally with traditional styles and methods so having this um sprinkler system is going to help where it's able to slow that down or the water's not going to erode a lot of that away um, so that was one issue you were saying you do you're having with your underground greenhouse though is with the rainy season is it not with like some of the water coming in yeah so yeah. that is that was one of the the somewhat downsides that you have to kind of prepare around the, the greenhouse because in the rainy season that water will try to flood down into these holes so um, but that's three months out of the year at least. Yeah. The, the one other story that comes to mind I want to talk about with you, and then uh, we'll probably wrap things up. We've been talking for a little bit now, <laughs> or pushing up two hours. But um, one story I remember it, it, bringing up the importance of uh, working with a community and um, when you're doing a project. Because we, as Americans, want to come and we want to help. But one big theme at CFET that we always talk about is we don't want to end up hurting um, you know, there's an amazing book, When Helping Hurts, um, that concept that we don't want to go in into a place, try to help, and then end up cause more harm or do something that makes no impact at all, that we leave and nothing ever really happens. Um, that's why it's so important. We're using people like you who are, you know, in the community, who know the culture, who can help you through that, where if we just go in and start doing things, we have no own, like the ownership of the people. It's it's uh, my grandmother tells a story about a, a community going in of Americans and, and helping. Uh, I believe it was a, even in Bolivia. Do you remember Tyler? Was it Bolivia? Uh, she was helping building a church. She it wasn't our group. It was another group that she met of Americans. Puerto Rico. Maybe it was Puerto Rico. Puerto um, Rico or Costa Rica, one of the two. Yeah, it was Central South America, and this other group comes in and builds a church for this community. And they say, you know, they don't connect with the community. They don't try to talk with them and get to know the people in this community. They just come, they build a church, and they leave. And then they get a phone call several months later saying, hey, 
your church has a hole in it. You should come fix it because it's not the people's church because the Americans built it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not working with the community. So having someone like you who is in the community, who knows the people, who knows the problems, people trust you more, and you, we're able to work alongside you to, to help get the community involved so they can help whatever the project is. That's why a lot of these projects that we're working on, talking about these water irrigation and all this stuff, this is something that we sent teams down to help with and engineers and you know amazing minds, but we're working with the people so that this is you know their project that they're helping with. Um, but one project comes to mind, that's one of my favorite stories in Bolivia, is that we helped with the latrines. Uh, but this is one of those things that we didn't communicate very well mm-hmm. with the cultural side of the latrines as we should have. And so this is just one super small detail that we missed and shows the importance of working with the community and having people like you working alongside you with these projects because otherwise you might miss these little details. So the the story goes, we come in, we help dig latrines and outhouses, and um, we even you know get some of the engineers on it and we design it to where the water is going to not go down into the holes because that rainy season is really intense. So we make it where it's not going to flood. And we tell everyone the latrines are ready, this is why you should use them, because there's not really much of, uh, you know, there's not really a bathroom, right? You'd kind of go where you would need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now this is one of the first times that this community would have access to an actual latrine, a toilet. So we leave and we come back on the next trip a few months later and no one's using the bathrooms. That's because the bathrooms are full. Now, the, they were supposed to last for two years but for some reason, they only lasted a few months. So the question always is, what are they full of? Why did they get full? We didn't ask a few very important questions. We are, what is it, like 13-hour drive from you know any major town or city where you're going to be, or at least from La Paz, I guess, because um, I believe it was in Kessenpuk or in that area. Um, so what are they not? What are you not going to have that we normally do? We're used to having toilet paper. That's something they don't have. So what are they using for toilet paper? And what is that answer? Rock. You're using rocks. Yes, because that's what you have. You're up in the mountains. So you would wipe using a rock. You'd find the rock, and then you would throw it in the hole. Because you used to what? Where would you used to throw the rocks? You just throw them on the ground, or what? Would you throw them down the mountain? or No. You just kind of toss it where you're done. All right, there it is. You're done. And then you go about your day. And then eventually the rain's going to come and wash all that away and all that's going down the mountain and, you know, is uh, polluting the area to a certain degree there. It's not sanitary. Um, So it was the right thing to do to throw the rock in the hole because now it's not going to get the environment, you know, unsanitary. It's not going to get it more dirty. But because we didn't ask that question, because we didn't communicate with you guys, we ended up doing a project that ended up not meaning anything because the latrines are full because we didn't ask what do you wipe with so if that's something that we could have known beforehand if we communicated properly we would have been able to plan a latrine or do something along those lines that would have whether it was larger or we had a separate receptacle to put that in so it just kind of shows the importance of getting to know the culture that you're working with and working with people like you who are already in the culture who know these issues and can help um 
Indeed. Were you around for any of that? Did you see any of that? Or is that a time when you weren't in that area? I just always hear my father tell that story. I... <laughs> yeah, I, I know, you know, maybe in this town, no, but I saw in the other places, in other yeah. towns, you know, the, the people use a rock for, for the latrine. Yeah. But I think so, the, no problem. You know, the issue is, the situation is, when you are going to do some project, you need to make a part the, the people. Yeah. The people, you know. Yeah. They need to know what's the, the what's the way they're gonna do. Yeah. Just we some I, I think we just we need to help the we need to help our knowledge knowledge. Yeah. Or some tools. We need to give some tools. They need to do that. Because if they, they do the the project, they're gonna face my project. I need to I need to care my project. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna make a latrine, but, but I need paper. Who's gonna teach me about how you, how or when I need to use the paper, toilet paper? You know? Yeah, toilet paper. So because it's expensive to buy some toilet yeah. paper. Yeah, yeah. So the people say, no, I don't have money for to buy paper. So they they using the rocks, you know. So I some so I I I saw some project when uh, UNICEF, you know. UNICEF mm -hmm. is, is a big uh, foundation. So I, they made a latrine in, in the area of La Paz. So the people, when I went these towns, I saw, uh, I went to go to the latrine, so I, I would like to go to latrine. So the, uh, I, you, you can go to the river. But I saw, this is a beautiful latrine. Yeah. So what, what's happened? So, no, it's, it's, it's full because they, they put, uh, how do you say them? Uh, you know, in the latrine you have uh, like a toilet. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't say the like a handle to flush. Yeah, what's the name? All the so you, like hold it like hold stuff up and then you have to like press something and it lets. Yeah, it you know, you use, uh, where we use water, you know, you yeah. have pressure. You mm -hmm. you can see it, you know. Yeah. In the toilet. Yeah. But in the town, in in this mantis, the people never you uh, never use like this. Yeah. You know, so the the, the the this 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 foundation make a beautiful latrine, but they don't teach why or how they need to use. The people they don't they don't know how to use, so they put the they use these latrines for a, like a, a, a you know they how do you say to save a animal a, a grass, you know. The people use for that. They are not using the latrine. So I I ask why you are not using this beautiful latrine. So they say we don't have paper. We don't have paper. We don't have water. You know, they 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 put a water uh, tank. You know, water tank for the just for the season raining. It's it's great because it's raining the season. You have water. Yeah. yeah. But then. How are you gonna have water? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that that the people say that in the reason the season rainy we have water we can use the toilet but in not for nine months out of the year yeah. it's not raining so. You know, well, how are we gonna use? Yeah. You know that the people say, uh, that's the reason we are not using. Mm. You know, so mm. I think so. Your mom's your mom. Uh, Sarah, My grandmother, Sarah, yeah. Yeah, Sarah Corson. She always say, you know, your grandfather too. If you make some project. 
or if you ha do something uh, involved to the people yeah involved to the people uh, you need to how do you say don't a uh, uh, don't uh, put your knowledge first your I yeah don't your bring idea. the ideas yeah. and the knowledge like yeah put their ideas first yeah and then you can yeah see their needs and kind of yeah. help yeah mm -hmm. so I think so that's the best uh, way you know because then you're ensuring that they're yeah. invested in it they yeah. want to work on it if it's broken they they want to be able to know how to fix it yes or if i just bring something and say hey use this it's strange to them and it's not theirs it's mine yeah yeah awesome yeah, that's well um that's awesome tyler do you have anything you'd want to add any questions i'm good awesome well um angel any final remarks or words you'd like to to leave us with anything you'd like to say yeah thank you for listening the the history thank you thank you for everything um, again I encourage you remember uh, while you have your mother your father your brothers love uh, how do you say go forgive forgiveness forgiveness yeah. for everyone and play pray all, when you are going to the bed, pray, you know, for all those, all, all kids, uh, you know, maybe have some history like me. So pray and con we continue to believe in God, you know. Yeah. It's the most important, continue to believe in God and continue praying, praying, praying and supporting. If you have time, if you have opportunity to support some project, something do it do it because uh, i know who's gonna send your grandmother sapecho who sent you know i think so was methodist church yeah you know they sent your grandmother your grandfather like in mission to bolivia so they 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 made a great impact <laughs> You know, the Methodist Church make a great impact to send Sarah and Ken Corson to Bolivia because for them, I'm here. <laughs> for your parents, your grandparents, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. You know, so thank you for everything and thank you for for listening. Yeah. Sorry for my English. No, it was great. You did awesome, Angel. That was awesome. Um yeah, that I like. I love that encouragement. You know, I encourage all of us to, you know, listen to that call in your life. Uh, that was their call. You know, that they were led to leave leave America to go down and live in Bolivia for two years and be pastors with their four kids. That is a pretty out there thing to to follow. You know, to live in the the dirt floor, bamboo thatch roof, mm. but they did, and because of that, because they had that faith and they listened. Um, led them on that path to not just impact you, Angel, but so many others. And so that's always my encouragement to everyone is to, you know, listen to that calling in your life, um, that when we do that and when we trust in God, that we can truly make a difference in the world. You know, those two people who grandparents wanted to make a difference, they saw a need and they chased after that. And because of that, so many lives have been changed. And that's the same for each one of us that when we stop and we listen to that calling in our life, we can really make a difference. Um, 
Indeed. Well, awesome. Well, we'll take your advice and we'll go out as we leave and uh, share that kindness and that love to those around us because we know it, it can make a difference. So um, that's my encouragement to all of you is go and hug someone who needs a hug. <laughs> yeah. If you need, uh, you know, maybe the, just as Angel is talking, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to to see in pictures what uh, we are doing in Kesimpuko you can go you can go to look Facebook yeah it's Covenant Life Bolivia you can watch every what all all projects we are doing you know in Covenant oh like in CIFA too they yeah. can go yeah mm-hmm. same thing we uh, you have uh, a few journal articles of your story as well if you'd like to read those or share those with anybody uh, you can go on our website cfat.org and learn more about that there and some of our other graduates. But thank you all so much for listening, and we hope you tune in next time.